today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Derek here. Fabian here. Uh, nice to see you. Nice to see you too. We've got a bunch of stories. It's always good on a Tuesday to have a little fresh meat in here. It is. Uh, let's jump into these because there's a lot of big stories and I want to start off with Adam Levine. So tell us what's going on. Well, this is the biggest story of the week so far. Uh, and it's, tra- it's early it's in the week. But- <laughs> early in the week, but it has taken over Twitter completely. Uh, and we got to talk about it. Adam Levine has been accused of being involved in an affair with... Uh, cheating on his wife, allegedly, of several years, whom he has, like, three children with at this Bahati point. Prinsloo, a Victoria's yeah, Secret the, model. Yes, yes. exactly. Uh, a An Instagram model posted a TikTok, uh, which has now gone viral. Her name is Sumner Stroh. And that's going to be important. Her name is Sumner Stroh. That's correct. Uh, she posted this video basically saying, yeah, I was involved with Adam Levine. Um, she doesn't say exactly when. Oh, she says, yeah, last year in 2021. Right. Uh, we were talking. She says that she. This was when she was younger. It was a year ago, so I don't know how old she is. <laughs> yeah, she's still quite young. Even yeah, when you she watch says the that video. she was naive. That she didn't know what was going on. She didn't know. She apparently she was alluding to the fact that she didn't know that he was married and had children. That's BS. But he's a very public figure. In and any case, not- she says that he basically roped her into the relationship, was pursuing her, and that she was with him for a year. And she says she's got receipts, right? And she, she shows she, some. She, of, she some says of she has receipts, and she showed some. A disturbing one. She says that basically sometime within the past year or so, he um, he DM'd her on Instagram after they had like had a falling out, apparently after they weren't seeing each other anymore. Uh, she says that he came back into my life through this DM and said, hey, I'm having a kid a with a third child, a third child with my wife. It's going to be a boy. I want to name this kid after you, Sumner. How do you feel about that? And then she says something to the effect of, uh, he, he apparently said something to the effect of, quote, dead serious, as if he was seriously considering that. Um, she didn't say that whether she responded to him or not, but that's that's basically the claim, that, that they had an affair, it lasted about a year, there was a fizzling out, and then later he reached out. And- really loved her name and wanted to name his unborn child with Bahati after his alleged mistress. Yes. What a strange move. I mean, yes. I don't know the truth of this. I mean, this is, look, this is a, a woman who appeared on TikTok and made these allegations. She does have some text messages, but, you know, text messages and DMs can be doctored. We don't know what's exactly going on, but... I mean, this if she, is pretty if she, damaging. Yeah, I mean, look, it, everybody is making jokes, and not not making jokes, but they're they're roasting Adam Levine, and and they're kind of crucifying him a little bit too, saying, "How is it possible the man the man married to a Victoria's Secret model can go cheat on a nobody like an IG model?" and not only that, but then take the the extra step to potentially entertain the idea of naming your your child after that it's person. Very strange. It's, it's kind of it's kind of twisted. If it if it is in fact true, which frankly I don't know how you feel about it, I buy it. I th- if if she has DMs, DMs don't lie. Like you can pull up the app, and she, if if they really wanted to get to the bottom of this, I, I the DMs are there. I think. I believe it. I it's think, so strange. It's so out of left field that it's hard to imagine it being completely concocted. Right. right? I mean, nowhere, she does. Right. She's, she's giving, you know, I, I don't know that, you know, social media is a very strange place and people can do things to chase clout. But what she's saying is sort of matter of fact, and she's showing the receipt. She's yeah. not doing sort of a, a, a very dramatic sort of expose. She's right. just sort of describing a situation. It that reminds she says me. She had. It reminds me a little bit of the it's not in the same ballpark at all, but it reminds me of the army hammer thing when the, those DMs leaked. DMs are DMs. People have DMs and they show the DMs. Like it is, when enter when A list celebrities like this are DMing people like this from their public accounts. Yes, it's insane to me. It's, 
Like, it, how how are you not covering your tracks? I'll like, tell you, you why. know, you know, these things are going to be leaked and surface. You're too high profile to do that. Like, use a finsta. I, do something. You know, I to, agree. To at but, least give yourself the benefit of the doubt. But Adam Levine, you know how old he is? I know because I've looked at him, several articles. He's 43 years old, and there's okay. this generational divide where I, I'm 42 years old. So people born in the 80s have early 80s, have a facility with social media, but not a complete understanding of right. its ramifications. They're just diving they're in. They're sort of in the middle. Right. Like, they're we not, can use it. They're not, not that sophisticated, oldies. basically. Exactly. I and I think Adam might be caught in this world of like, hey, I was just like chatting up a lady. I, yeah. You don't you don't sort of think about the, the broader implications of what you're doing in the same way as very young people who grew up indoctrinated in this world understand like, oh, everything's permanent and they're right. much more careful and I can use all these different apps. He's like, hey, I'm, on, I'm a super famous guy. I'm on Instagram. How, how does this work? And yeah. you just send it uh, sort of uh, mindlessly. But uh, this is fascinating. So what is, uh, I believe Adam has now commented on this. Is that correct? Yeah, he's issued a statement now. Um, he basically said, yes, I did text her and I was sexting her, uh, but I, we didn't have sex is what he's saying. That we, we didn't actually have a physical relationship. This woman's claiming they did have a physical relationship. She said, we although were, her text messages don't show any indication of that. They're just text right, messages right. From, from a guy who's saying, hey, I like your name and maybe some right, sexting. I, th- I, th- I think so he, he called her hot or something. Sure. You're so freaking hot or whatever. So not everything materializes into a physical relationship. So right. she doesn't have exactly that proof. And, and you have to take him a, a bit at his word. It's a little he said, she said. She's, right. she's indicating some relationship, although she's vague about the contours of that relationship, she whether is. it was, you know, very, very intimate or limited mostly to text. It's unclear even from her. Right. Uh, sort of. But here's the question. If Adam Levine is telling the truth, saying that all I did was sext her and just chat her up and I didn't have sex with her in a physical relationship, even if that if that itself is true, that's still pretty damning, I got to say. Is I, it not? I completely agree. Those are, look, that's that's called sort of an emotional affair. You're not allowed to do those when you're married no, with two children no. either. Uh, but it does change the complexion a little bit, uh, you know, if, if it is just sort of an, a, an intimate emotional affair versus a physical affair. That means, you know, it, it's more dangerous to have a physical affair on your of wife. Course, you can yeah, bring yeah, something yeah. into the home. Right. You can have children out of wedlock. But an so, emotional so affair, like you're saying, can have just bad. as bad of an impact. And also, if this DM about the, the child name is true, which I think it is, if he said that to her, that's that, some sociopathic that, that stuff. Hurt, it is sociopathic, and it's also that's got to hit the wife hard. I, I wouldn't be surprised if this leads to something more, you know? It, Tom it, Brady and Giselle are breaking up right now. Like that's, you're right, maybe this is the yeah, season for I, like breaking up with I, model girlfriends. Uh, you know, Camila Marone is a is a model with Leo DiCaprio. Right. They break up, but this, that's not that serious of a relationship because that's that Camila Marone's like a, a young kid. It doesn't matter <laughs> anyway. These um, things happen in threes, though. They that, do. If you find a third one, you let me know. Right. Uh, let's move on for now to Adam Sandler. This is a this is an interesting story. So yeah. Adam Sandler, we've got some photos of him on the website. You can check them out, and he's walking around with a cane for a person my age to see. Adam Sandler limping around on a cane. Yeah. Uh, that's big news because he's a very physical, vibrant comedian. Active guy. Active guy. Plays, he plays he pickleball. Hoops. He plays who? He's no, famously famous. known for his hoops and his like huge wardrobe. And he, he loves still, wearing those like still, long old yeah, school basketball shorts. Yeah, but he still balls shorts. though. Like, he, he balls. He's he quite balls. good. He is good. Um, well, he's on a cane now. And yeah. so people were, were wondering what's going on. He's still very active. He drops movies on Netflix all the time. Some right. of them good, some of them bad. He just had a basketball movie that was actually pretty good. Right. Um, uh, where he was like a, a scout uh, for, for the Philadelphia 76ers. For the Philadelphia 76ers. Yep. I actually enjoyed that movie. Okay. Um, but... 
He's out in the Pacific Palisades. He's walking with a cane in his right hand for support with his wife, Jackie. Um, and people are say, uh, people with knowledge of the situation are saying Adam's using the cane because of a hip surgery. Now, oh, wow. he had a hip surgery around Labor Day. The guy's got a very busy film schedule, and you need some time to convalesce and actually build up the muscles right. when you have hip surgery. And, it and looks of course, like you need some support, too, for that, like, absolutely. Like, which, is, which is what the cane is. And it'd be, uh, so he's, he's, he's just had a, a procedure, basically. Right. And he's now sort of like walking around town, probably strengthening the muscles, doing some physical therapy, and he'll he will be okay. This wasn't an accident. A lot of people jump to the conclusion that this guy's so active physically playing basketball. Maybe you should hang it up. Maybe he had an injury on the court. Doesn't yeah. seem to be the situation. Just had hip surgery. We do fall apart when we get older. All right. Yeah, he's, he's a man now in his uh, late forties or fifties. Even yeah, at least. Um, I'm a little worried about this because, like we just said, he he's very active. He loves basketball, and he's also in a lot of movies still. He's still acting a lot. And if I'm curious with the hip surgery, I'm, I'm hoping he gets better and, yes. and rehabilitates or whatever. But is there a problem? I, I, we don't. The story didn't. We didn't touch on like what happened or how he, why he needed the hip surgury. Yeah, was it sometimes they just give up. Your yeah. your, your bones just like uh, have some problems when you get older. Right, you right, don't, right. You and don't he's rich enough to back. afford the best hip surgery. Obviously, he so. might have a great bionic hip. Look, right. Sometimes your mind uh, doesn't go. Your your body doesn't agree with where you are mentally in life. Look at look at Harvey. Harvey had like yeah. a big. He was on an electric bike and had had an accident on it because. Should he be riding one? Well, why not? He, yeah. he feels young and vibrant, but your body doesn't always sort of agree with you. And you can I, have these I injuries can, and it's hard to recover. I can actually speak to that quickly. I hurt my knee over Labor Day weekend. How old are you now, Fabian? I'm 30, dude. Oh, I'm 30. Boy. Yeah, I hurt, I hurt my knee. I was lifting weights and I hurt it. It's still hurting. I'm wearing a knee brace right now under my jeans. And I got to go to go to an orthopedist later this week to actually see what's going on. And you don't bounce hurt. back like you were in your 20s, no, right? No, I you don't. Sort of feel it a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, dude, the swelling. Yeah. Anyway, so I, Wait till you I, hit the 40s. I get uh, Adam Sandler's pain here. Well, anyway, um, surgery. It was a success from what we're hearing, so right. he should be back playing pickup basketball and in a bunch of movies soon. But uh, it, it is it is strange to see someone who it's like a striking I grew image. up with. It's a striking yeah, he was. Image I think sure. of him as perpetually in his twenties. Because you know? the thing is, the, this fo- the, the photos of Adam Sandler surface over the weekend. I didn't run with the story because I was I was wanting to wait and see, sure. and I knew we needed the full team to do that during the week, which we got the story. But it, it's a striking image because he's he's he still has a youthful spirit about him yeah, and seeing him will. seeing of course he will seeing him with the cane looked very frail and feeble yeah. and old manish and it's it's a startling image to say the least it is but, startling uh, but hopefully get, he get well soon back. dude yes what's up everyone it's nick Wright, and i got something exciting to talk to you about today angie your ultimate destination for getting all your jobs done well. Now, Angie isn't just your average home services marketplace. It's a game changer. With over 150 million homeowners served and a network of over 200,000 skilled pros, Angie has experience and expertise to tackle any project with ease. Whether you're looking to spruce up your backyard or undergo a major home renovation, Angie's got your back. And their pros are locally based, often running small businesses right in your community. And here's the best part. Angie makes the process seamless. From researching and comparing pros to scheduling services at your convenience, Angie's user-friendly platform puts you in control. So why settle for anything less than perfection when it comes to your home? With Angie, you can trust every project will be completed with the utmost care and professionalism. So get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today to discover why homeowners across the nation are turning to Angie to get all their jobs done well. 
All right, let's move to a serious story. Yes. Uh, this is uh, Adnan Syed, who was the subject of the huge phenomenon serial podcast back right. in 2014. Basically, true crime podcasts were sort of a fledgling little enterprise until serial came along yeah. and it captured sort of the national It was attention. probably the biggest podcast of the mid-2010s. Gigantic. Hard, for sure. So the, the, the subject was Adnan Syed, back in 1999, was accused of murdering his ex-girlfriend, Heyman Lee, by mm. strangling her in a fit of rage. Some, some wondered whether it was an honor killing of some sort after she had disrespected him in some way in the relationship. Right. Right. Uh, he was accused of this. He was tried and convicted, uh, but there were sentenced a lot of- Sentenced to life, I think, right? Sentenced to life in prison yeah. and was serving that life in prison since 2000. So right. he's been in prison for 22 years. He's a very different person. He was 17 years old when this happened. He was a, in high school. Yeah. Uh, now he's a full adult man. Uh, so he was in prison for 22 years, but the case got so much attention again in 2014 that people started to re-examine and file petitions to appeal the conviction because there were a lot of irregularities yeah, in the, how the, this the case hosts, was tried. From what I understand, I haven't, I haven't heard Serial myself, you have, but the, apparently the hosts were laying out a pretty good case, yeah. raising a lot of doubt as to his in, for his innocence and, and basically suggesting that there might have been other suspects or a potential other killer and that he was innocent. That was the whole thing. Basically. Yeah, basically, they were they they examined the timeline. They weren't sort of advocating for one way or another, but they were saying, "Look, this case has some holes in it," and right. they wanted to identify them for the for the viewers. And some of the holes were about cell cell towers pinging, whether there were other suspects that could potentially have a, a murder motive uh, right. against Heyman, uh, and all of these irregularities sort of amounted to some doubt. And in right. our in our criminal justice system in America, we say people are innocent until proven guilty. We care about convicting only the actually guilty people and we're sure. willing to let some people go we create a very high burden beyond a reasonable doubt because we're, we're willing to let a guilty person go if you can't really prove right fully that they're guilty sure. and that's just the way the criminal justice system and they said maybe there's not enough here many appeals were filed that were kicked down even right to the u.s supreme court he tried to overturn this conviction they declined to hear the case yeah but now prosecutors in maryland which is where this case took place right. filed a motion saying we need to vacate this conviction 22 years after the Immediately, too. This is wild. Yeah. You don't want to lock up someone who is potentially innocent. So they said, look, we've continued to gather information. And one thing they found was a big, big no-no. When you have exculpatory evidence, which is evidence tending to produ uh, to, to uh, undermine your confidence that someone is guilty. Right. Basically, you have to share it. Innocent evidence. You got to share it with the other side. They're it's allowed to use it and examine it. Right. Uh, and that apparently wasn't done. And if right. that's not done by your prosecutors, you got to you got to throw out the conviction and say we need to start again and examine this case um, with with a fresh set of eyes. Yeah. So basically, the the state attorneys at the time, from what the what the prosecutors are saying now is that the state attorneys handling this case at the time did not share this evidence. And what this evidence apparently is is handwritten notes. I'm not sure how many, but at least a couple handwritten notes uh, suggesting that there there might have been two other suspects and that there might have been threats against um, Heyman at the time from other people. That's right. Now, this doesn't mean Adnan is innocent. It right. has nothing to do with that. It just says we don't have enough confidence in our conviction of Adnan right. as the person who committed this crime that we have to let him go and, and see this thing through. Now, he's on house arrest for 30 days, and they will decide whether they want to retry and they have him. I can 30 tell you days that that's to, very, very unlikely. They have 30 days to decide if they are going to refile charges against him. It's um, very unlikely they will retry him now that they've released why him. Why is that, though? Because they've, they've, they've now uncovered these two 
suspects, and in order to sort of retry Adnan, you, you, they're going to have to you, sort of deal with you're that. Right. It's going to take run... longer than 30 days to get to the to get to this new right. If they're going to yes. reinvestigate this whole thing, because that's what they're doing, they're reinvestigating all of this with all the new evidence that yes. surfaced. Okay, and he served 22 years. It was maybe a heat of passion kind of killing. So a lot of people think, well, he served a lot of time already. I know everyone thinks murder is a life sentence, but there are different degrees of murder. Uh, a lot of people say this was done in a fit of passion, and that's a lesser crime than a first degree premeditated right. murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I would suspect that they're not going to retry him. The family of Heyman they're is outraged. quite upset. They're outraged. They're outraged. All yeah. of a sudden, out of the blue, they think this case is settled. You know, they are still grieving the loss of 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 Heyman all these years later, and they see the guy who they think, who the state has told them yeah. is the murderer along, of their daughter, right. has been released. This is interesting to me because obviously it's very emotionally charged. You right. think the prosecutors, uh, you, we convicted a guy. This is over. My, my take on it is it, the pro- prosecutors are not the victim's attorneys. I think a lot of people think uh, that, the, that, they are. that the victim is that they're, represented. They're advocating for them, obviously. They're advocating for justice. So prosecutors, unlike a defense attorney, they are officers of the court. They're trying to find the truth. Right. Now, it sounds like they're there to represent the victim's interest because they often they go out and they say, this person has died and that person is guilty and I'll make sure they're put away and, 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 right. and they'll, they'll pay for their crimes. But they're actually in the search of truth. They're mm. not just like a defense attorney who is saying, I want to exonerate my client no right. matter, no holds barred. Defense attorneys are not as interested in attaining the truth. They're interested in defending their clients. For sure. Prosecutors are not a victim's attorney. And right. I think a lot of times victims gets conflated, right? conflate them in their head and okay. say, oh, you're the guy representing to, to, to give justice to our family. And they're not. They're there to seek truth. And this prosecutor said... The truth may may be that Adnan is not guilty. So right, and and Heyman's brother beamed into uh, the court yesterday uh, when this was happening, and he he basically said he felt betrayed by the prosecutor's office. He said we've been led this entire time to believe that Adnan was a killer. We've been being told this. We were told this for years and years and years, and now yes. all of a sudden, maybe there's a new regime in charge, or what's going. I don't know what's going on, but no, look, prosecutors and, are elected most of the time, yeah. and the people who prosecuted Adnan in the early 2000s years are ago, not the same prosecutors. Sure. And uh, Heyman's family attorney. Attorney was on CNN. We just did a story about it, and he was kind of reiterating their outrage and basically saying that the family was left in the dark here. They were left out of this entire process. And he was just, he was saying something to the effect of the family has an open mind that yep. if there was actually evidence to suggest another killer or whatever, they would entertain that. They would they'd, they'd be willing to, to kind of like embark on that. And maybe even advocate for his release, but they they he, they're more upset about the fact that they were, they were left, left out, they were shut out of the whole thing. Does that offend you? I'm, I'm sort of curious. When I read these stories, the family was I, I'll take them at their word. They were left in the dark. Does the prosecutor owe them communication? They're out to discover who murdered Heyman. Why do they need to involve uh, Heyman's brother and tell it's, them it's they're courtesy, developing theories? It's, it's a courtesy, courtesy yeah, right? Especially if they're the, the the immediate family of the victim. Yeah, you should have given them a heads up. But, I agree. What, but with this though, as I, a matter of professional courtesy, right. not necessarily of fact finding, which is what the so prosecutors I, the, wanted what to I'm do. Wondering they want to distract because themselves. The, their their family attorney was saying, "Oh, the family's open to new evidence." Well, there is new evidence. So, like, so what are you more outraged about? The fact that you were left in the dark, or the fact that he's been released? Because yeah. I think the, the attorney's trying to make it seem like they're outraged about all of it. Yeah. But I think they're more so outraged about being left in the dark. But honestly, who cares if there's new evidence suggesting there's another killer? It is what it is. Maybe yeah. this guy didn't kill your your sister. You know. So here's what's fascinating when when. In 2014, when Serial came out, all of the focus was on the unjustified conviction of Adnan. Everyone was like, we need to free this guy. What do we do? A bunch of advocates came out and said, I want to do pro bono work. I'll file petitions. Now that he's released... I think you're going to see the narrative shift to sympathy for, for the Heyman Lee. If there right. is no killer that has been convicted that is serving time right. for this, I mean, she was a young, vibrant girl. Sure. Her, her death had in her whole high life school, ahead had her whole had life her, ahead right. of her. I think you're going to see the narrative shift to, hey, why is no one in prison over this? And then maybe people are going to say, 
didn't Adnan, isn't there pretty good evidence that he did it? And you're right. going to see this pendulum go back and forth. And this is the way. And people are going to weigh, like, wh- which evidence supports the case? Like, does this, the evidence support the fact that he killed her more? Yes. Or does the evidence support that he didn't kill her more? And I think I think if they actually look at it, I, I'm not in the weeds on this case, but if people look at it objectively, I think there might be perhaps more evidence that he did, in fact, kill her than not. I'm not sure. There was quite a bit of evidence. Right. I mean, got, look, there's a conviction, are, right? Are, yeah. Convictions are tough. And I, right. and I wonder if you're going to see sort of all the warm feelings towards Adnan being out of prison. And start to sort of fade a little you know, bit when people remember is, that there was someone murdered. It's not completely here. related, but it kind of reminds me of the Britney Spears thing, where there were so much people advocating for her at first, and now that she's out, people are kind of seeing the, uh, this troubling behavior, and they're like, oh, I don't know, maybe you should have stayed in that conservatorship. Actually, you I think I mean? you're right. The tide flows yeah, in and out, it and it's always fascinating to watch at a remove and say, oh, now everyone who loved Adnan is all of a sudden sort of focusing again on Heyman because when the focus was on Adnan. Heyman's family was right. like, hey, what about us? We're the victims here. I know right, you feel right, bad right, right. for this guy, but we think he murdered our, 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 you know, my daughter or my sister. It's also similar. You'll see this happen. It, it reminds me a little bit too of, of Kim Kardashian too. She's uh, recently she was um she was advocating for some a death row inmate, mm-hmm. and there was there's a lot of documentaries about his potential innocence and yada yada yada. But the family of the victims they were outraged about Kim Kardashian trying to help this guy. So it's kind of you're right. It's, it's kind of mixed, right? Yeah, when you when you watch these things happen over and over again. Right. All right, let's move to. Um, Final story. Our final story. And you you pick. We've got two to choose from. I want you to pick your favorite of the oddball stories. Maybe I'm, we'll I'm going to do the, the Beyond Meat one because the NyQuil one is silly. It's a TikTok challenge. People are apparently cooking chicken with NyQuil. It's, don't it's marinate so, your chicken in NyQuil. Essentially, that? that's, that's the moral it's of the, the story. It's the new I don't, I don't even, exactly, pretty much. Uh, but the, the Beyond Meat one is a little more funny and punny at the same time. Yes. Uh, so the COO, uh, what's his name? Doug Doug Ramsey. Doug Ramsey he was arrested over the weekend for allegedly biting a man's nose and not just biting it, but like apparently biting a piece of it off. That's the that's that's the allegation here. So he was leaving a football game in Arkansas. I think it might have been a college game. He got into some kind of fender bender on the way out with somebody was so angry about it. Got out of the car, sort of started allegedly attacking the other person, breaking their windshield and whatever. And then the guy gets out. The, the other driver gets out, tries to kind of fight him a little bit. In the scuffle, uh, Doug here allegedly bit this guy's nose. He he took a, he took a chomp out of his nose. This That's what cops like are an saying. Onion headline. I mean, Beyond Meat is a company <laughs> that has devoted itself to it's vegan food, right? Vegan food. It's, yes. it's sort of creating fake meat that is that is close enough to meat that that people will stop eating the real thing. Right. And they'll move over towards that, these plant based products. That's what everybody was running. And this with guy's here. chomping on a nose. I mean, look, fights happen, and sometimes right. you, you just use what's available to you, and you may bite. But for the COO of a of Beyond Meat to you know to allegedly take a chunk out of a guy's nose it's pretty it's hard funny. to write a headline like that it is um sort and, of fascinating he, yeah. yeah yeah look i mean apparently according to the police report they say he bit the owner's nose ripping the flesh off, off the, the tip, tip of the nose you can That's... imagine the cop doing this being like and your profession again sir Ah, the COO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of, 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 what, what they is they the might company? have gotten Beyond a chuckle at it, too. I think they probably had fun writing this report. Hopefully the guy is okay. Look, it's not fun to get a chunk ripped out of your totally. body. Evander Holyfield had a chunk ripped out of his right. ear. It'll grow back, but... Yeah, but I, right. now that, that everyone knows how high profile this guy is, I'm sure there's going to be a lawsuit coming too, and there's going to be because he's he's loaded sure. CEO of a huge company. He's sure. probably got tons of money, so this is not over. But it, it, it's it, the story made for a funny headline. It's obviously a serious thing, but like it was just hilarious. Yeah, that. it's a good note to end on. Yeah, uh, with that we'll do it, and uh, go ahead and download the podcast, and we'll see you next time. Take it easy. Bye.